Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon's private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Ecomsi, the place of everything related to Amazon FBA private level and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Ecomsi. And today we'll bring you Ty Greg, who is the VP of Strategic Initiatives at AMT, which is an amazing solution when it comes to helping you basically do Google Ads for your Amazon business. So I wanted to bring Tyler today because I know Google Ads has been a hot topic uh, for the last couple of months, especially after seeing, you know, how day after day PPC within the Amazon ecosystem start getting more expensive and more expensive. And we need to, you know, find solutions outside of Amazon sometimes. And I think this one is the perfect one to really navigate those expensive CPCs. And we bring you Tyler today to talk all around that. So Tyler, it's a pleasure to have you here today. How are you doing, my friend? Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And excited to be here and talk some Google ads to Amazon. <laughs> I know that a lot of sellers in the community have been talking about external traffic, right? Awesome. And um, that's all we do, right? All, we don't even do external traffic, we just do Google ads. So yes. uh, a lot of insight, a lot of use cases, a lot of case studies on when to do Google and also when not to do Google too. You know, that's one mm -hmm. of the things that we're focused on at Amped is Google ads is not the right channel for every single product, but yeah. it is the right channel for a lot of products. So if we can help kind of help the community understand when to do it, when not to do it, uh, that's a huge win for us. And so super excited to kind of dive into that today. Yes, I think for sure it, it's been revolutionary what you guys are bringing to the table because I feel when we talk around, you know, external traffic and do Google Ads, a lot of people have tried to do it on their own, but realistically nobody really knows how to track it, how to see how it's performing. And I think that's what I'm brings to the table in terms of a solution for that, being able to, you know, see on a single dashboard, understand what's going on. So I think maybe we can start with the history of AMP. So maybe you can tell us a little bit more about the company, basically how long you guys been in the space, what are the things maybe you can share with us around up to that, yeah? Sure. So AMP's been around for over seven years now. Uh, we went through wow. what's called uh, Techstars, which is a tech incubator program uh, mm -hmm. when we first launched. And we went through that program, basically it's a way to raise VC money and all that stuff and kind of get the mm -hmm. business model right. And what's interesting about it is we came out of that with an analytics solution for D2C e-commerce companies. Okay. And the analytics engine was basically a data science engine that was able to analyze lots of Google analytics and Google mm -hmm. ads data, spit out insights and recommendations to e-commerce end users. Okay. So marketing managers at marketing managers, directors of e-commerce, directors of marketing at large D2C companies. Mm -hmm. And what we saw was all of our insights, the, the ones that were so actionable, the ones that were consistently used were the ones around Google ads data. <laughs> yeah. You know, at the time we were like, oh, that's so interesting. But in hindsight, it makes sense. You know, you're directly yeah. affecting revenue, right? Yeah. Uh, so you're going to get people to act a little bit quicker on those insights. 
Uh, so we started diving deeper into the analytics side and probabilistic modeling on how to make Google ads as efficient as possible to D to C. That got us into partnership with Google ads themselves. And they started pushing us more down market to try to activate new sellers. Um, obviously, Google ads wants more people advertising, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we started building out and kind of shaping our technology to help service Shopify and big commerce type companies. And what we found there was it, it worked, but it was very um, dependent on the product and even more so dependent on the website. Okay. You know, a lot of people have Shopify stores, uh, but Shopify stores are hard to get to convert, right? You know, you yes. got some headwinds against you. You know, a lot of times you don't have that brand loyalty and trust. <laughs> I know. You get someone there and they don't really know who you are. They like the product, but they don't know who you are. Then all of a sudden you're asking for their credit card information, yeah. right? You're telling the them, hey, timelines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, pay $15 and we'll get this to you in two weeks. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, <wow. laughs> uh, and, and then, you know, funnels too, right? Like we worked with a yeah. lot of brands where they had great products, great brands, but their landing pages weren't mm-hmm. really set up to accept, nurture, and convert customers. Uh, so, you know, what we started to do is we started to look at Amazon. We're like, hey, Amazon's totally nailed the checkout, mm-hmm. right? They totally nailed yeah. the conversion. So easy, yeah. Yeah. And so we started like trying to teach Shopify sellers, hey, think about how you get people to convert on Amazon. Try Mm -hmm. to replicate some of that on your D2C store. Simple call to actions, call to actions Mm -hmm. above the fold, make it easy to add to cart, do what you can to to minimize shipping (laughs) fees and time, which obviously we can't control from the digital marketing side. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then we thought, wait, why don't we just send this traffic instead of sending it to Shopify where there's really low conversion rates? Why mm-hmm. don't we send this to Amazon where it has the best conversion rates like the world's ever seen, right? Yes. And and at the time, um, Amazon attribution was fairly new. It still okay. is fairly new in the grand scheme of things. But we started working with the Amazon ads team, um, tapping into attribution and uh, enabling it for brands. And attribution is a really great product, but it's um, it's it's new. Like it's kind of mm-hmm. in its infancy yeah. stage. So it's difficult to use if you're trying to manually create tags. It's even more difficult to use with I Google know. ads because mm-hmm. of the keywords. Uh, it's relatively easy to, you know, take an attribution tag from Amazon and put it on a Facebook page or a Facebook ad or an email yeah. because all that happens is they either click it simple and link. It or they yeah. don't, right? It's a simple mm-hmm. link. With Google, it, it's dynamic and there's so many different I keywords know. that can go into mm-hmm. it. So... We started doing that. We pointed all this technology that we'd been building for six years to Amazon. This was about a year wow. and a half ago. And okay. uh, it's been a ton of fun working with Amazon brands over the last year and a half. We've learned a lot. Um, obviously, I think hopefully we've been able to bring to the community some Google ads yeah. kind of expertise. You know, most Amazon sellers have never done Google ads before. So it's certainly a learning, uh, learning curve, a learning process. But it's been a ton of fun. Personally, for me, uh, I came from consulting um, startups and mm-hmm. that, that was the life before amped. And so I kind of feel yeah. like I'm a little bit back into that now as we're working with, you know, um, small and medium businesses yes. on Amazon, right? A lot of times it's the entrepreneur that you're talking mm-hmm. to. And it's cool because everyone's so, uh, for the most part, everyone's like very, <laughs> um, you know, wanting to learn very open minded. You're not trying new yeah. things and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yes, yeah, so that's been the, the story. Of wow. 
I, I think it's the first time I hear about the like the or, or the origin of AMD because I know from understanding I always thought that the company was just like one or two years old. But now understanding all the engineering and the research you guys did in, in for all those years, five six years, explains why the tool is, is so amazing because basically you had all that background in you know other areas that you consolidated and basically put towards one channel, which is using it with Amazon. So that's why I wanted to learn more about the Acer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, there's certainly a, a foundation that we were able to build off of. Entering yeah. the Amazon world mm -hmm. about a year and a half ago was definitely a totally new trajectory yeah. for the company, mm -hmm. um, kind of coming out of COVID yeah. and, and whatnot. But we but remember really you guys came out of the nowhere. And when hey. the guys saw you, everybody hey. fell in love with the with the tool. I remember suddenly we saw I'm coming to the space and the solution. It was unique, and and that's what basically it helped you with the success you guys have nowadays. Now uh, let's start shifting towards you know basically what you guys offer, which is you know Google Ads, and I would like to start touching on on basically who is this for, right? Because realistically, maybe for somebody that just getting started and they just launched the product yesterday, maybe realistically, you know, they, they are not going to benefit from Google Ads. So I would like to start with this initial question, which I bet you get a lot and myself, I get a lot, which is who your advice are using this integration for like Google Ads and Amped for? Yeah. Yeah. So from, from the very first part, uh, we always say Amazon Ads is channel number one. Google okay. ads is channel number two. So if you're mm -hmm. not investing in Amazon ads yet, you're yeah. probably not ready for Google ads. There's edge cases there. You know, if you're not, if your product's not allowed to advertise on Amazon ads, mm -hmm. yeah. you might Something be like able that. to advertise yeah. on Google, mm -hmm. but for the most part, you have to be, you have to be feeding yeah. the beast, which is Amazon. Yeah. And then Google yeah. ads is the, the second channel. Um, I kind of started describing it recently as your business is this lake and you need to have mm -hmm. multiple revenue, multiple rivers flowing into the lake to make sure it's growing and a healthy mm -hmm. lake. The biggest river flowing into it is going to be Amazon ads, but mm -hmm. you have to be supplementing that with other channels. And mm -hmm. the question comes down to where do your customers live? That's and, right. you know, if they're searching for your products on Google, you should probably be showing up there. Right. Mm -hmm. If they're not searching for your product on Google, you probably don't need to be showing up there. And actually, you should not be showing up there. Right. <laughs> yeah. And what's powerful about Google is the search, the, the buying intent behind the keywords. Okay. So some examples, right, is if you're selling a uh, let's see, like a, a gold diamond iPhone case. Mm -hmm. I mean, are people searching for gold iPhone, di gold diamond iPhone case? probably not that's like such a specific it's product, very specific right? niche yeah 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 mm -hmm. so what the ways you can check this is look at search volume on google ads and see how often are people searching this if there's if it doesn't show up with any volume you don't want to be advertising your product there you're better suited for an awareness campaign from facebook or instagram mm -hmm. where you know you're just trying to create awareness so that people start searching for your product right if yeah. you're selling something like um like a leather notepad or um, like a, let's see, it's so hard to come up with products. Yeah, I know. Like, like an a, example a that is basically, or, yeah. yeah, something very specific. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, something specific. I mean, I can guarantee you people are searching for those things on Google. And if mm -hmm. you're trying to grow your brand, you need to be creating that brand awareness. Especially uh, if it's something few... like long tail, like uh, they're looking for something very, very specific. Or just as an example, I think on top of my head, it could be even keywords such as, you want to advertise onto the top 10 uh, phone cases for iPhone, 
something like that, uh, specific yeah. phrases that when people look for specific, you know, blogs or something, your ads are appearing there. Maybe that's a strategy you could also do, right? Yeah, we love long tail keywords, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, those are the ones that are most transactional. Those are the yeah. ones that are going to show the most direct impact, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we always think about ACOS as a leading indicator uh, for two mm -hmm. reasons. One, um, ACOS from from Amazon, where we stitch together Amazon attribution data and Google data. Okay. Amazon attribution is good, but it's not 100% perfect. Yeah, I know. We know yeah. it's not perfect, right? So if you're looking at it going, oh, my ACOS is only 40% and I need 30%, I got to tell you, Maybe Amazon's it's under 30. Some conversions. It's probably <laughs> yeah. actually under 30, right? Uh, and we yeah. have some actually interesting ways that we're going to model out what the true um, ACOS is okay. here pretty soon. But there's data that you can tell is missing in Amazon yeah. attribution. But it's good. It's a leading indicator, right? If you're mm -hmm. in that range, you know it's having a good impact on your business. If you're at 500% or you're not seeing any conversions, you probably know you're not having the impact you need. So it's a leading indicator. Um, but the second side of it is how do you um how do you fill the funnel right so yes you want to have bottom of the funnel uh keywords but you mm -hmm. can also be okay and very happy with middle of the funnel keywords right okay. you know if people are in the research phase and your ad shows up they mm -hmm. learn about your brand they maybe log off their computer or close their cell phone think about your yep. brand think about your product and they come back later you filled that funnel you might not see the direct conversion but you filled the funnel and that's what D2C brands do so well, right? Is they're not just dollar in dollar out. They're filling their funnel and they're mm -hmm. growing their brand. Right. Uh, so we yeah. try to teach this a little bit to our, our Amazon brands of yes, a cost is important. Like we're not going to tell you it's not, but yeah. it's a leading indicator. And the true source of impact is looking at total sales, right? Like, yes. are you filling your funnel? Are you getting people down your funnel and are they purchasing? Uh, there's only a 14 day attribution window on Amazon, mm -hmm. right? So what happens if someone adds it to card on day one and then yeah. buys it on day 15? Yeah. You got that well, sometimes, sale, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, sometimes it happens even products that are like, let's put an example, a supplement, maybe on the initial set, you definitely lost money because some of those cures are expensive. But if that person now keeps coming back every month and month and month because of that initial ad, Sometimes you cannot yep. track that, but it's the lifetime value of the customers. You see what I mean? So you need to see that. Yeah. Thing, so. Lifetime value, that LTV. I mean, that's a word that I didn't hear very often yeah. my first year <laughs> working with Amazon brands. I've started to hear it recently, right? Yeah. And I think it's the shift of, it used to be, hey, you can move a lot of product and you can sell on mm -hmm. Amazon. But I think we're shifting into this. How do you actually build a brand and keep that them sells around. on Amazon, yeah. right? And lifetime value is so important to it. Obviously, subscribe and saves a pretty mm. good indicator of lifetime value. But um, one of the metrics that's interesting that Amazon does share, and I know some of this is limited by what Amazon shares, yeah. <laughs> but new new to brand customers, right? Yes. Yeah, you know, if you have too. a product mm -hmm. that um, sells, you know, more more than once, mm -hmm. like look at new to brand customers. Google's always going to give you new to brand for the most part, right? People aren't going if they know your brand, they're going to go straight to your brand, right? Yes. Um, like one example, uh, I golf, right? So I buy golf balls way too often. <laughs> I, should, <laughs> I should probably, I should probably subscribe and save at this point. Yeah. But I don't, right? I don't subscribe and save, but okay. I have my golf balls that I found on Amazon that I like. And, and you I go, go to, to the Amazon. same brand over and over again. Oh, I start typing, I start typing golf balls and the search bar hits the drop down says last the purchased, brand. 
yeah. a week ago, right? And I'm like, yeah. give me another 24, right? From yeah. the same brand. So it's important to think about how your consumers buy your products, right? Mm-hmm. Are you a product that if you can satisfy them the first time they come back, you can certainly have a much higher A cost because mm-hmm. the lifetime value is going to be good. Very nice, very nice. And now I want to bring also something uh, just for the sake of explaining this to our listeners, uh, the ones that are watching, which it seems based on this conversation that part of the success of the Google ad sometimes is the selection of the keywords we use initially, right? And also making sure in the first place that, you know, there is actually demand for these keywords in the first place of people using these keywords in Google. So is there some high level advice you can provide uh, when it comes to keyword selection all of that that you, that you can share? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So AMPS actually developed um, an, an analysis solution. We're calling it okay. AMP Benchmark. Awesome. And what Amped Benchmark does is it does a few things. First off, it has aggregated and federated insights across all of the campaigns that we've run over the last mm-hmm. year and a half. So we've advertised okay. over 20,000 products from Google to oh. Amazon. So nice. in the grand scheme of Amazon, you know, we're barely scratching the surface. <laughs> yeah, but from that. an analysis standpoint, that's a lot of data to work at. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can start to understand conversion rates across similar products, conversion rates across uh, categories, you know, some mm-hmm. categories the work baselines, better basically. than other categories, right? Yeah. And uh, so we're able to understand those baselines exactly. And then what this engine does, it's same benchmark, is it analyzes your product, you drop in your ASIN into it, it analyzes your product compared to previous similar products across our platform, category mm-hmm. analysis, uh, it looks at CPCs on keywords that you should probably invest in, looks at mm-hmm. your price points, obviously, you know, if you're selling a $5 item, and CPCs on Google are a dollar, you might not have a lot of, like, you don't have a lot of shots on goal, but if CPCs are 20 cents, all of a sudden you've got a good chance there, right? Yeah. Um, so it looks at price points, it looks at CPCs, projected mm-hmm. CPCs, it looks at review counts to understand, all right, is there enough social proof that we know where conversion rates start to kick in? And what it does is Amp Benchmark spits out a recommendation. Um, it's not a crystal ball, but yeah. it basically says, hey, there's strong indicators that your products really lined up for success. Here's the things that we're seeing as opportunities for you. Or it throws up a big red stop sign and says, <laughs> hey, be careful, be careful. Like you might not want to advertise this product, right? Yes. And so we have this tool. We haven't fully released it to the public. Uh, we use it internally when brands mm-hmm. come to us. And then uh, I know you're going to be getting it pretty soon yes. as a AMP certified agency. But yeah. um, our AMP certified agencies are going to be first in line to get it so they can work awesome. with their brands. And help understand what brands should advertise on yeah. Google, and what which ones should you have that conversation with, mm-hmm. and which ones should you just say, "Hey, let's focus so, elsewhere." Right. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, I think that's super important because I, I feel that's always the the confusion people have that they don't really know if the specific product maybe is not suitable for you know the past performance of competitors in that space. And having a tool like that is basically very useful to understand if, if it's worth it or not. Um, yeah, no. I think, yeah, sorry, one more thing on that. I mean, I think what's so cool about the Amazon world and, and Amazon sellers and brands is um, a bias for action, right? <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves a new hack. Everyone loves yeah, to I just know. jump in. They always want the gold nugget. Awesome. The gold nugget, yeah. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> which is awesome. And we didn't really realize that coming in. Like, we were shocked by um, people just signing up and, you know, spending, starting at Google Ads through Amps without even talking to us, right? which is great. You know, it is technology. That's the purpose of it. But what we do want to do is like, we really opened the floodgates. Now we're kind of 
trying to temper the floodgates a little bit because Google yeah. ads is, it's not a gold nugget. It's not, um, it's not a silver bullet. It's not. A yeah. Hack. It's going to save it's your product because sometimes the reality is just your product brand is not right. And not even Google ads or Bing ads or any other ads <laughs> is going to fix it. So. Exactly. And it's yeah. not a hack. It's a long-term strategy. Right. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. we want to make sure that, you know, is your product ready? If it's not like, we don't want you to spend money on Google ads, right? Mm -hmm. We want to help you find, you know, improve your product listing, improve, mm -hmm. go, go to the channel that's best suited for you. Right. Uh, so that part, you know, was, was a huge learning lesson for us, I think over the last year and a half of like, love the bias for action for <laughs> Amazon brands, but let's have a conversation. Let's figure out, you know, let's see if, if this is product's right for you, whether it's talking to us or talking to folks at Ecomc where, you know, you guys are AMP certified and can kind of have those conversations and provide the right guidance. Um, so that, you know, these Amazon brands are, are going down the right path. Awesome. And now, uh, if I'm not mistaken, when it comes to Google ads, I know keywords is a big part, but especially in Google, I know that's something that is very important to make sure you get the best results is what we call the ad copy, you know, because in Google, the ad copy is, is, is very important. I mean, mm -hmm. the headline that you show, the way you communicate and everything. So uh, when it comes to this, uh, I mean, how does it usually work for everybody that has maybe never done Google ads? Do you always need to use this kind of strategy when you use ad copy? And if so, do you have some strategy around that as well? So people can also learn from that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So we actually updated our ad copy um, recommendations for our brand. Okay. And awesome. for the last year or so, we really focused on, hey, limit your ad copy right? Mm -hmm. Like make sure it's super, super qualifying, make sure it's super specific so that people prior to clicking on it know exactly what they're they getting. Yeah. And with Google ads, you write ad copy. It's different than Amazon ads. Mm -hmm. uh, there's 14 headlines and there's mm -hmm. four descriptions. And mm -hmm. the way our ads work is those 14 headlines, the 30 characters each. So you basically can put like product title, you know, free mm -hmm. shipping, like very short blurbs. Mm -hmm. And the way the ads work is it automatically automatically AB test different combinations to find okay. what combination is going to drive the best results. Mm -hmm. And so what that does, that's a Google automation. So that historically, we believe that gave Google way too long of a leash to pick okay. your ad copy, right? I so see. we always said, Hey, keep it minimal, like three headlines, like mm -hmm. have full control, have your product name in the first headline, have your reviews in the second headline, have like free shipping on prime yeah. in the or a feature or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or a feature. Yeah. So something simple. And we did a lot of testing towards the end of last year, uh, 2022. Yeah. 2022. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. um, we, we tested putting more headlines in and just basically giving Google a lot longer leash to go and do the testing on, uh, which headlines work best. And what we found was while we gave Google the longer leash, it allowed us to get much lower CPCs. Okay. So now we're teaching our brands, hey, fill out your headlines, you know, um, make sure they're specific. Like we want to avoid clickbaity things like yeah, best course. price on Amazon yeah. and those kind of things. Make sure you're very product specific so that when a customer sees the headlines, they know what they're going to get as best you can. Mm -hmm. And then the other component, too, is we always stayed away from using word, the word Amazon. Uh, mm -hmm. Because Amazon, it's not your brand, right? That's Amazon's I like brand, that. right? I see. And when we launched about a year and a half ago, we would get uh, Google suppression issues saying, hey, Amazon's not your brand. Uh, but over the last year uh, and working with Google and Google getting more and more comfortable with a lot of people starting to send traffic to Google yeah. and Amazon, 
uh, that's lightened up. And so now we really recommend you use Amazon in there. So um, because it's a great qualifier, right? Yeah. If people are searching Google, they can use their prime uh, subscription and all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. It, well, it's it, exactly like it. It indicates that obviously it's prime and there's free shipping, but it also is a qualifier to where there's a lot of people that don't want to buy an Amazon. Right. Mm -hmm. And you don't want people to click on it because they're on Google and go to Amazon and go, I don't want to be on Amazon. Yeah, so yeah, having yeah. an Amazon qualifier in there helps make sure that, you know, before they click on the ad, they understand. They know what they're they're get <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Very nice. Very nice. Awesome. So now uh, another thing, so we can start concluding uh, the episode. I want I want to talk about uh, the results and the outcome we can get with Google Ads because I know a lot of people might be focusing only on what you mentioned at the beginning, which is a cost and tag cost and you know the profit and profit and profit. But realistically, sometimes the results you're looking is others like brand awareness, or most importantly for us Amazon sellers is a organic ranking you can get out of that, right? So I would like to hear what is your take in terms of you know the campaigns that you have seen what is usually what brands are aiming more for and what are the biggest benefits you could get nowadays using google ads yeah, yeah. so there's three components to it uh first off the direct a cost uh, mm -hmm. as we talked about it's a leading indicator so you want it to be within a range that you're comfortable with but understand that the true a cost is probably yeah. going to be better than that because there is attribution that drops off um, amazon's working on it they're aware of it it's actually an ios thing Mm -hmm. um, it's not really an Amazon issue. So they're, they're aware of it. And we're actually working on ways to get a better indication on what the true mm -hmm. A cost is. So it's a leading indicator, certainly an important metric to keep your eye on. The second component is the impact on ranking. Mm -hmm. um, so we see it pretty consistently, right? Every Amazon seller knows if you can get more, if you can get more sales, you get more sales. It's that perpetual mm -hmm. flywheel, right? And yes. Google ads is a great way to get a uh, pretty bottom of the funnel traffic that can convert so mm -hmm. and amazon weights it heavier uh they've come out with case studies that actually acknowledge that they do weight external traffic <laughs> and external traffic does impact ranking it's not on specific keywords this is a common misconception okay. in the industry to where mm -hmm. it's much more of a rising tide lifts all boats scenario versus saying hey i really want to rank higher on this specific and just that keyword gas up yeah i see what i mean Correct. Yeah, exactly. And the reason is there's a big black wall between Google and Amazon. They're enemies, mm -hmm. right? They, they they don't share data, right? So mm -hmm. they keep all that locked up uh, amongst each other. So what that does is it allows you to pick the right Google keywords and you're not confined to just whatever works on Amazon. I see. Because people search the two platforms differently. I see. Um, so those are so basically the whole product will go up in essence. It's not an keyword specific on Amazon it, platform. Yeah. yeah. And the way we try to teach it, right, is looking at total sales, right? Total mm -hmm. sales, you know, while there's a lot of variables that go into it, if you can do a controlled experiment and just turn on Google ads for a few months, keep your pricing pretty steady, keep your Amazon ads steady and all yeah. that stuff and look at total sales, right? I mean, if you're able to fill the funnel and you had a 10% tacos before turning on Google ads, a couple months later, your revenue's up and your tacos yeah. is still at 10%. You, you successfully added a new channel, right? Yes. Now, I don't want to oversimplify that because yeah, there are course, a lot of, of variables, yes, but it's a great way to kind of try to evaluate it because total sales is going to capture that person mm -hmm. that adds it to cart on day one and buys it outside the That's attribution not. window, mm -hmm. right? It's going to capture the people that learned about your brand from your ad, but then came back 
on their mobile device and bought it from their mobile device. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a really important metric to keep an eye on. And we hear it all the time, right? It's like, Hey, like, you know, I was doing 15 sales a day and now I'm doing 25 sales a day. Mm-hmm. Right. Or I was doing, you know, a hundred thousand. Now I'm doing yeah. 120,000. <laughs> um, it is important though, to keep in mind, if you are going for a ranking impact, you, you have to keep Amazon ads pretty steady. Right. Yeah. You can't mm-hmm. rob Peter to pay Paul. Um, <laughs> but then also it's it's a proportional component. Right. If you're spending ten thousand dollars a day on Amazon mm-hmm. ads and you put fifteen dollars a day on Google ads. <laughs> you're never going to see the needle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just not going to move the needle. Right. Yeah. So we do try to teach, you know, if, if you are a bigger spender, come into Google a little bit more aggressive. Make sure you've talked to. Uh, ecom C or you talk to the AMP team first to yeah. make sure that it's the right product mm-hmm. and then be a little bit more aggressive. And then, you know, as you start to see the indicators ramp it up and that's when you can mm-hmm. start to see that snowball effect that Amazon talks about. Nice. Um, the third part of, you know, evaluating success is understanding your product, right? Mm-hmm. Are you a one-time product, you know, think like, you know, maybe like a stationary bike or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like likely yeah. someone's buying that one time. Yeah, I mean, and that's it. <laughs> maybe, maybe five years later, they'll like, yeah. they'll come back, but that's it. Maybe they'll tell their friends, right? You, yeah. know, you got to factor that in, but you know, let's be real. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're a subscribe and save type product, golf balls, you know, household items, supplements, those yeah. supplements. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things, right? You, you got to factor that in um, to understanding that lifetime value. Um, I can tell you, you know, supplements have worked pretty well from Google ads. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a 5% ACOS. I can tell you that right <laughs> I now. I know, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> but we've seen some really cool data to where, you know, you turn on Google ads, you, you run around 100% ACOS or whatever, but you see subscribe and save start ticking up. And right? the long term is profitable, yeah? Huge. Yeah. Yep, That's exactly, awesome. exactly. So keep in mind what kind of product you're advertising and how people buy it. Very nice, starter. So thank you very much for all the tips. I think for sure this is going to clarify a lot of questions that people may have around Google Ads and also, of course, learn from everything that we just discussed. And I think uh, to conclude, I would like to ask you uh, basically how people could, you know, get in contact with our team and, and get started if they're interested or get in contact with you if they want to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I would I would point it towards towards you, to be perfectly honest. OK, uh, if, awesome. If folks are interested in Google Ads. <laughs> Uh, the e-commerce teams, they're AMP certified uh, and AMP certification is a process that we put agencies through to make sure that they understand how to talk about Google ads, how to evaluate Google ads, how to run Google ads as well. Mm-hmm. And then you have the choice of either working directly with them mm-hmm. or you can come to our team and we can work with your agency together. Uh, so it's a nice little partnership. So if you're interested in trying out Google ads, uh, you can obviously go to amp.io and <laughs> reach out directly. But I um, definitely encourage you to have that conversation um, with the ComC team and they can awesome. certainly provide some pretty good guidance. Great. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to make sure to put all the details down in the description. And uh, yes, if you're interested in Google Ads, book a, team, a, a meeting with our team. More than happy to explore that with you guys. So in the meantime, Tyler, I want to thank you for being here. I'm sure we're going to have other episodes in, in, in the future as you guys keep releasing new things uh, and new features. Uh, yeah, thank you. I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah, it's been a pleasure for me. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the e-commerce lab by ecomc. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, 
We would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.com.